Welcome. Hello, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. You're already back. It's not even Wednesday night. Woo! Get excited. <laughs> we are excited to be back in the house. Are you excited to be back in the house tonight? Amen. Amen. Well, we're excited to be with you. Uh, if you missed this morning, uh, that was that's online. You can check it out, and you definitely want to. I'm guessing that no one here missed, but if you did. Um, and also, you still can, can text, connect to that number. Uh, it's 352-441-3016. There it is. 3016. Text, connect to that number just to, to update your info. Let us know that you're here. And also, if you are a guest tonight, if this is your first time or first couple times you've been here, uh, then text that same number text guests to that same number. We would love to connect with you. We're excited to be here. Amen. And we're going to get ready to worship right now. So if everybody wants to stand up, we're here to praise God, to lift his name, to say he is glorious, that he's God and I'm not, and I'm happy about that. Hallelujah. Because he can do a lot better than we can. So let's worship the only God who is. Amen. open spaces Into the 
in worship and man I just and I said this earlier today just let yourselves go just worship because there is freedom that happens in worship and everybody's worship is going to look different and I said that a couple of weeks ago everybody's worship looks different I can get a little animated that's because I know where God brought me from and where he continues to bring me from does not mean that everybody has to be animated but there is a freedom that I have, and I can't help it. I just can't help it. And I say that because he continues to work in our lives. There are moments that the enemy just wants to just tear you apart. And man, if you just stay firm and solid on who he is, not on who we are, but who we are in him, that gives you the freedom to just yourselves and just worship him and just give him all of the honor and glory for everything that his, he is doing in you, in this church, in the pastors. Just lose yourselves in worship and just embrace him today because that is what he wants. Let's just be free and continue worshiping him tonight.
Amen. Amen. Father, we do. We open our hearts to you tonight. We endeavor to have our hearts always open to you, Father, but we just yield in this atmosphere of as we focus and, and as we magnify you and you become so great in our eyes. You've always great, but in our eyes we, we know that you triumph over every little thing. Sometimes those little things look so big in our lives. Father, thank you that you who gave us your son, how will you not along with him give us all things? Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Please be seated, would you? Um, in this atmosphere of worship, I, I was wondering, you know, we, we we're going to receive an offering right now, but I really think that we should just go straight into the ministry time and, um, and just... Uh, Pastor Greg, won't you, won't you come? We will be receiving an offering for Pastor Greg um, at the end of the service. Um, uh, we want to make sure that we bless Pastor Greg and thank him. And financially, we have that opportunity. I love what he said this morning. If you missed it, man, we have more than enough, right? We're going to have enough and extra. That's right. Come on, Pastor Greg. Thank you, sir. Praise God. Well, it's good to see. Am I, am I on? It's good to see everybody came out tonight. You guys are hungry. Yes. You guys are expecting. Yes. And, the, and you're not going to be disappointed. Because Jesus doesn't disappoint us. He's got good things for us. Amen. Praise God. So, um, yeah, it's great to it's great to be here at a Lake Haven Church. It's great to be in uh, this region. I, I just want to prophesy again and speak over am I jumping in front of the mics is that, I mean speakers is that what it is that that this uh, this church is a regional church and it has regional impact grace amen and so it's not something we have to try to push or it's just recognizing who we are then then we we walk in that grace now, faith is is just simply uh, believing accepting believing agreeing with 
you know, what, what we know that God by his grace is speaking to us. Yes? And then the thing I know is that there is, there is more that we have to possess and inherit. How many of you have ever see, received a, a present at Christmas time? Okay, did you have presents under the tree? And then how many did you, how many did you open? Did you leave any unopened? Last year, this last Christmas. What about the year before? The year before that? Any, any present that, that has ever been addressed to me, I opened it. The, the challenge and problem in the body of Christ today is there, there are multitudes of gifts left unopened under Calvary's tree. Because, because people don't agree, oh, not me, Lord. You know, you've got great, some of you have grace assignments to go to the nations, to preach and teach, to start businesses, do various things, and oh, not me, Lord. You know, I can't, you know, I don't have enough money. You know, uh, I, I don't have enough education. You know, I'm too old. You know, I'm too young. You know, I'm too male. You know, I'm too female. You know, I'm... <clears throat> You know, poor God, when he, when he asked you to do that, he didn't know all that, did he? <laughs> did, did he? Did he know that? Yes. And he still asked you to do it. Yes. You know, no Lord is an oxymoron. It's a moronic ox. If he's Lord, what's the answer? Yes, yes. everybody say, yes, Lord. So uh, there's just a lot more that God has for us. And if we, as we seek him, not his hand, we seek his face, then he shows us what he gives us grace to do. If, if Mary had responded to the angel, be it not unto me according to your word, and, and she had a lot to risk, you know, losing a, losing a good catch in Joseph and everything else. And yeah, and, and yeah he's going to hang out finding out I'm pregnant, right? And, uh, but, but what would Jesus have been born if she would have said, be it not unto me according, according to your word? Would Jesus have been born? Yes. He absolutely would have been born, but would he not through Mary. And here's the thing that I'm... Uh, aware of as we're worshiping tonight, it's like I'm, I'm, you know, the bottom line, we need to demonstrate what we're trying to teach about. So the, what, I'm, what I'm aware of is that, is that there, there are things that are really strong that God, you know God has spoken to you, but uh, you're still kind of, you know, iffy and, and well, Lord, you know, I just want to make sure it's, it's I just want to make sure it's you and, you know, you want, you want 14 confirmations and you want three, three prophetic words. You want a vision and a dream and, and, and all that. And, and it's okay for, to get confirmation, but we're, we're mature in the body. Okay? Is that right? Are we, are we mature? And um, let, let me have somebody, somebody help me here. Um, let me see. I'm in the light. So uh, uh, is it Norman? Is that your name? Come here, Norman. All right, so, so having, having that kind of, 
relationship with God where you have to have every, you know, all the lines have to, every dot has to be, you know, dotted and every T's got to be crossed and you, you want to, you want to get, get a confirmation, you want the stars have to line up and, and, and you know, you, you got to hear a prophetic word and all that before you, uh, do you understand that's not the norm? It's not the norm the way God leads you. What what that's like, it that's that's like a, a little immature child, okay, that hasn't grown up yet, and and then and then God grabbing your hand and saying, "You come on, little baby, I'm, let's go to. We're going to take a step to the right, and we're going to then. I want you to turn to the left, and I want you to turn to the left again." Because you're just a little bitty baby and you can't hear from me very well. And we turn to the white. And, uh, you, you, you understand? Give him a good hand. That's, that's not who Norman is. But do you, do you understand, guys? That's not how God leads us. He puts desires in our heart. And yeah, sure enough, you need to seek him to, to, to cut away the flesh because the flesh has whims, and I get that. But here, here's the thing, God, he's telling me to tell you that he trusts you. That he trusts you to hear his voice. And we're wanting all this, you know, mega confirmation and we're not stepping out into what, he, what we know. We've sought him. We've, we, 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 we want, we've set aside the, the whims of the flesh and, and we've drilled down to what's in our heart. God said he... He, he plants the, his desires in our heart. Well, he, well, I just want to make sure it's God. Well, his desire that he planted there, if he planted it there, it's God. And, you know, I mean, 95% of the time, that's how he leads us. And I learned this when I was pastoring, and we, had a, we, we bought some, we were landlocked, uh, and we only had, we just had limited amount of space. We couldn't grow, and so we went out and found God. We prayed, and God gave us 23 acres out on the main road in our in our town. And then for 232 thousand dollars, this it was a kindergarten teacher that owned it, and she loved the vision that we have for our children and youth. And we just got a great great deal on it. Well, in three years, that property. Uh, we, we sold three acres. We had 23. We sold three acres for 300,000. Then, okay, which is, that's a deal. Paid off everything. And so then, uh, five years later, we still haven't been able to build on that property. Uh, just a lot of things go, going on that we just, permits. permits and different things we weren't able to, you know, there were, there were just some stuff. Anyway, but we had an offer for 1.8 million. Count it, 1.8 million. And you know, you add the you add the 300,000 to that, and that's almost 10 times. And 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 I, I, what Lord do we are we supposed to build there though? I mean, it's not my money, and it's not my property. And what do we do, right? You want, you want the will of God, right? 
And so I went to my elders and we talked. They said, well, Pastor Greg, God spoke to you about getting the property to start with and we don't know what the best thing is. We're going to let you make the decision. I said, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> I was hoping they would take pressure off. And they said, because really we're okay. We're either, either way. We don't, you know, it was like, what do you do? $1.8 million decision. You said, well, that'd be easy for me. It's no, it wouldn't because... You want to do the right thing, right? And so what am I doing? I'm seeking the Lord. I get counsel. I'm spending time in the Word. I'm, you know, I'm cutting away whatever my flesh wants to do, right? All those things. And, and then I turn on television or listen to radio, and Andrew, he's hearing from God every day. You know, <laughs> other, other guys I'm listening, they're hearing God's voice every day. And I'm hearing nothing, man. <laughs> I'm in a dilemma here. I've got to make this decision, and, and I can't make a mistake on 1.8 million. You understand? And so I'm, and I'm now I'm sweating because they've, I've got till Friday to make a decision. And so, so you know, I'm seeking the Lord, and, and I'm, I'm hearing nothing. Right? And so finally, the day before, I'm just in my car parked outside uh, a building somewhere. And just, I, I'm just, God, I got to hear from you. And he said, he said and, and then I heard from him. He said, son, have you been praying and seeking me about this? In other words, delighting yourself in me? I, I said, yes, sir. And he, and he said, have you, been, have you gotten counsel about this? And I said, well, you know I have. He said, have you spent extra time in my word? So... My word could, you know, uh, uh, separate the, the desires, uh, Hebrews 4.12, uh, separate the, the desires of the spirit and the soul. Only the word of God can do that. I, I said, Lord, you know I have. I, he, it, and he said, you know, have you been, uh, uh, and, and you got counsel and you've been praying and all. And I said, yes, sir. Have you, he said, have you cut away any desires of your own flesh? I said, yes, sir, you know I have. And he said, have you heard? Have you heard from me? And I said, no, you, Lord, you know I haven't. <laughs> and he's talking to me right then. <laughs> and he said, son, when you seek me like this and you get counsel and you spend time in my word and you cut away all the desires of the flesh, that's what's involved with delighting yourself in me. And he said, if you, ha if you, if you do all of that, and you, don't, you haven't heard anything from me, you've drilled down to the desire that I put in your heart. He said, you go with what you want to do. I said, really? <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, Lord, I, you mean, I mean, I want confirmation. I want to, I want to draw a vision or a dream. Or I want, you know, a prophetic word and, and he said, son, you don't, look, if you're seeking me, you're doing all these things, and you don't hear anything from me, it's because you already have my mind on the matter. You go with what I, what I put in your heart. I said, whoa, I wanted to sell that property. And I wanted to pay off our youth building that we had built. And, I, and then we bought and then we, we gave, we gave, we gave a, a huge offering to Andrew's ministry and other ministries, and we tithed because we wanted to. 
Okay, not because we had to, because we wanted to. Don't argue with me about tithing. I do it because I want to. Amen. I give God my first and my best. And anyway, it's so we did all of that, and then we bought 19 acres out on the out on the highway. And when we left that church, there were two million dollars uh, debt free. Amen. All all because I learned the lesson that that the majority of the time when we're seeking God and we're wanting confirmation and we're wanting a prophetic word or we're, want, we're wanting a vision or a dream, he wants us to learn that the mature way to listen to him is to trust the desires that he's planted in our hearts. And that's just as the same as him speaking to you. And you, if you have time to talk to Andrew behind closed doors, he, that's how God speaks to him. Now, why did I say that? Because I'm just taking this time. We're talking about the flowing in the supernatural. We're talking. My book is back there. I'm flowing in the supernatural. This is this is how we access the supernatural. We have the problem with the supernatural is we have discounted these desires that God's placed in our heart, uh, and, and and we we're wanting. We just want this. You know, it's got to be spectacular, or we won't do it. And I know what I know, that I know what I know, what I know in my knower. That, that God has put some desires in your heart and you haven't given yourself permission to go there because you're wanting some kind of spectacular confirmation and God just stopped me in my wonderful message tonight to tell you, tell them for me, I've put, I, I'm speaking right now to you. God, I'm speaking to you. The desire I put in your heart is enough. Act on that and follow that. Well, what if I make a mistake? Okay, let me ask you a question. How many of y'all have one of these little smartphones? Do you have a smartphone lady on here too? Whenever you, you type in an address, we did here to get, to get here. Okay, and, and what happens if you miss a turn? She, she's going to, no, first of all, she's going to get a little stern with you. Make a U-turn or whatever, right? And then, and then she's going to go silent if you don't do what she says. And then she's going to recalibrate. And she's going to get you right back on track. Is that true? Okay, so are you telling me that your smartphone lady is smarter than the Holy Ghost? No. So it's not about whether or not you make a mistake. Look, how many of you don't want to miss the will of God? You can't. If you don't want to, you can't. Even if you make a wrong turn, if you're yielded to the Lord and you follow peace, God, it'll get you right back on track. So you need to take, listen, you need to take a grace chill pill. And you need to learn to trust the desires that God's put in your heart. And you need to go for it, man. You need to step out. And there, there are, I'm telling you, there are significant, significant things that God's placed in your heart in a form of a desire that you've, been, that you've been relegating as insignificant or haven't been valuing it. You're waiting for a, a, a dream or a vision or a prophetic word or something, and God's saying, would you get with the program? 
because that's not the primary way I speak to you through visions and dreams and prophetic words and all of that. And, and you've got, listen, I'm saying this because there's, there are desires in you that need to be fulfilled and, you, and you're waiting for God to take you by the hand. And this is about as close as it's going to happen. It's me stopping to tell you that that desire he placed in you, he trusts you to act on it. And the safety net is that even if you start to step out and, and, it, and you make a wrong turn, if you follow, if you're yielding to the Lord, you follow peace and he'll get you right back on track. Yes? And so I'm, I'm tell, I'm, what I'm doing is I, as we were worshiping tonight, I just stepped in to, all right, Lord, what are you saying? What do you want to do? What, where are the people? And I just stepped in. I'm just modeling for you what we're trying to find. You know, we've got our notes and we've got our outlines. And, but if we just step in, Holy Spirit, you know where the people are. You know what, you, what do you want to say? And then he, then, he, then he just directs you. And that's what I'm doing tonight. Because I'm, I'm sensing his desire is so strong for you and that what he has for you is so significant, but you've been discounting the desire he planted in your heart. And that's as much the will of God or more than some... The, the, in, fact, in fact, it's more sure than then somebody's prophetic word you've got to judge anyway. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. With that desire, sure, you've got to judge it. It's got to be in line with the word, but, yes. but he trusts you, okay? And then, and then there's one more thing, and then I'll get to, I think I'll get to my message, but <laughs> it's okay. There's one more thing, and somebody here is at a certain age. How many of you are at a certain age? <laughs> I just thought about that, Norman. But you're at a you're at a certain age where you where you are relegating yourself. You know, I'm too old. I'm washed up. My my best days are behind me. Okay, and 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 I've got a word for you. It's in the book of Revelation in in the in chapter one, when when God came to the apostle John on the Isle of Patmos. John had walked with Jesus, right? John had pastored the largest church in the world before Timothy pastored in Ephesus. John had, I mean, he could have started, he started the t-shirt business, been there, done that, heard that, know that, right? John had been some places. John had done some things. Now he's 90 years old. He's, he's about restricted by age he's then he's got he's on the Isle of Patmos to restricted geographically so it seems like it's all over there's nothing else what can I do and 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 the Lord wants me to tell somebody today you feel restricted maybe you're not maybe there are physical limitations or mental limit limitations or maybe you you're, you feel even your age that people aren't going to receive you God Jesus came to John at, at 90 years old in a restricted, isolated place, and he gave him a new assignment. He's not done with, he wasn't done with John, and he's not done with you. 
He gave him the book. He gave him the book of Revelation. And guys, God's got us. Are you still breathing? He's what desires he put in your heart. You can do that. You can go there. See, I can do that. I can go there. I, I, can, I can obey God. And I will. Amen. I just want to release freedom to you today because there's hope, guys. There's, there, okay, maybe you, you're not going to do what you did, you know, singing with Paul McCartney, you know, <laughs> yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Or, or singing with Barbara Streisand the way we were. Okay? No, but, the, but you can sing with Daniel Amstutz. The best is yet to come. And, I, and I'm, I've got this strong in my heart that you, can't, you cannot move into what he has for you without, without you. Amen. Look at that. Yeah, let me hold it. Let me hold it up. Look at this, guys. Okay, say this is my theme song. The best is yet to come. Look at your neighbor. Say he's talking to you. Hallelujah. So, okay, so I'm modeling for for you. What my, what my book is about, it's just flowing with God. It's sensing, God, what do people need? Okay, you have a plan, you seek the Lord, but then the Holy Spirit is not just resident, he's president. And I yield to him. You just yield to him and you follow and you flow and then you, you minister life and you, you bless people. How many of you want to be a blessing? Okay, you bless, I mean, Janice and I, every day... We pray. You know, Kenneth Hagin taught us this. You know, Lord, make me a blessing today. I want to be a blessing. I want to leave people better off than when I found them. Yeah? Yes. And that's what I desire. How many of you have ever been with somebody and you left and you, they're gone and you went, Phew. glad that's over. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want that. I want, God, would you help me to be a blessing? Amen? And so, uh, that's what that's what this time is about, um, you know. I'm I'm gonna whatever God tells me to do. That's what I'll do. But but primarily, when He tells me these things, it's just impressions. Okay, it's just a desire. And and the difference between you and me is I just go for it, and I've learned. It's really kind of low risk. I mean, really, what is it? What, you know, how risky is it just to leave your notes and, and step out and just... And so I'm, let me give you another example of that. And then I'll, uh, it's, in, it's in my book. Um, but I'm, and I'm a pretty decent teacher. Would you all agree? Okay, Ar, 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 Arlene says, Arlene told Andrew that... I'm her favorite. That he used to be her favorite, but now I'm her favorite. Anyway, Andrew likes that, but not too much. But anyway, so um, where was I? Oh yeah. So I'm so I'm preaching one day, and I'm I'm and really I'm waxing eloquent, and 
and and God's speaking to people, and and it's it's great. I'm about two thirds of the way in into my notes, and and uh and I and I I noticed there was this uh, interracial couple had walked in the back, and um and sat down, and 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 I'm going to I've got my last point, and it wasn't long after they come sit down, and and I looked down, and all of my notes jumbled together. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't see I couldn't I couldn't read, you know. I, and I looked at my Bible, the same thing. I took my glasses off, and it was worse. And so I don't know what to do. I mean, I could I could say something, but it's like I don't I didn't and I didn't even remember what I was preaching on. And so, what do you do? in a time like that. Well, how about just yield to the Holy Spirit? That maybe, okay, yeah, could it be the devil trying to, well, sure it could, but how do, I, how do you know without just yielding to the, all right, Lord. So I just said, guys, let's stop right now and let's just all lift our hands and start praising God in the middle of my message. Is that okay? I mean, there's nothing, it's kind of low risk. I mean, just <laughs> lift our hands and praise the Lord. I mean, that's, you know, but what am I doing? I'm doing the same thing that Jesus did when they brought the woman that was caught in adultery, okay, and the law says she's got to be stoned. What's Jesus going to do? He's in a dilemma. Well, what, what Jesus did, he took time to draw on the ground, right? Well, I want to submit to you that he wasn't drawing, yeah, what did, what did he draw on the ground? Well, maybe the Pharisees' girlfriends' names, I don't know. But, okay. But what I want probably was that I because because it takes two to do that, and it had to be one of their buddies, right? So so he's drawn on the ground while he's more than whatever he wrote on the ground that convicted them. It, he was I I want to submit to you that while Jesus was writing on the ground, he was he was drawing on the ground. He was taking time to draw on the Father. It's one, you know, it's one thing for us to know God is present with us, but the real issue are we present to Him, okay? And so I didn't know what to do, okay? So, all right, all right, let's just worship God a little bit. Let's just praise Him. And we started praising Him, and I'm thinking, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? I don't know what's next here. And He said, I just want you to, I want you to ask, and it was just a desire. I had more an impression. I want, I, I want you to ask that couple in the back that walked in to pray, if you could pray for them. And again, you know, I mean, I, it is a, that is a little bit of a risk because I could ask and they, they could ran, ran out, right? But it's like, I, I can't read my notes, and so might as well, I'm, I'm in over my head, so might as well just jump in. So I said, you know, I don't want to embarrass you. Uh, this couple have walked in in the back, but could we pray for you? And most people are going to be, you know, I mean, really a lot of the gifts that I'm going to teach tonight, a lot of it is just very low risk. God gives you an impression or gives you a desire or the, or the compassion of God's flowing toward you, through you, towards somebody. And, and at first you don't know what to say or do, but could, could I pray for you? And so I just asked him to stand up and there were a couple of families that stood around them and and all of a sudden, I mean, the power of God hit me, and I, revelation hit me, 
And I, I just started to pray a little bit, and all of a sudden, man, I mean, God gave me a clear vision, and I started, I started prophesying to them, and, and words, of, words of knowledge and words of wisdom that, you know, I, to the African-American man, the black guy, he, he, I said, man, God, you're a prince, and God's ordained you to be a leader in the kingdom, and, and, uh, and you've, your parents have been praying for you, and you're going to have to make some changes, and uh, and God will use you and promote you. And, and man, he just, I mean, nobody, I mean, nobody, he hadn't, they hadn't been to church before. He's just like this, in the middle of my word. And then I turned to her and I said, ma'am, the Lord's telling me to tell you he knows that you've lost something very precious to you. And if you'll turn to him with all of your heart, he's going to restore that to you. And she fell in a heap on the floor, weeping and sobbing. I mean, well, how many of you know my, the, my message is done, but my, my, the service has just begun? And people start ministering to her. Anyway, she got born again. They both got filled with the Spirit. He had been saved uh, as, a, as a young boy. His parents, his dad was a Baptist deacon in a church. They'd been praying for him. They were hardcore heroin addicts. And they, they almost overdosed. And they woke up that, next, that morning and they said, we're going to have to give God another chance. And they saw the billboard on the, on, on the highway and that, that advertises our church. And they took 45 minutes for them to get there. And they walked in the middle of my, interrupted my service. <laughs> but guys, it, was, it wasn't my great preaching that initially reached them. It was the gifts of the Spirit. And I'm not, I, look, we need, we need the Word and we need the Spirit. Well, anyway, come to f find out they were hardcore heroin addicts. He did have to go to a Christian rehab for a little bit to get cleaned up. Uh, she, they, she had a daughter named Sonny, and, and, uh, and she had lost because of her drug and, and within one year's time, she got Sonny back. They became disciples in our church. They were the greatest evangelists in our church. All because, all because I practice what I preach. All because we just follow Jesus' example. And this is not rocket science. This is something that each of us can do. But we don't do it because we're afraid, oh, I might make a mistake, you know, so let's just, let's just play it safe. And people go to hell, and people don't get healed, and people don't get delivered and set free because they're people that God's sending into your life that will never hear the pastor preach, a, your, your, uh, your uh, Pastor Shannon preach a message, or Andrew uh, listen to Andrew's CD or watch television and God's sending you into people's lives and we just have to step out, guys. Step out of the boat. Get, your, get yourself off of the safe shore. Okay? And just say, God, I, I, you can use me. Right? You can use me. I'm willing for you to use me. I'm willing for you to 
If you put a desire in my heart, I'm going to flow with that. I'm going to go with that. If, if you'll do that, guys, you're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles through you. He wants to do it. He so wants to do it. You know, he said, he said uh, in the Old Testament, he said, I'm, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. In the New Testament, he said, I'm going to pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Different. When he poured out, his spirit wasn't in us. Now he says he pours, you, just, you read it in, in Acts chapter 2. Uh, I'm going to pour out of my spirit. Well, where is his spirit? We're the channels, we're the vessels, guys, that he's going to pour out of. But what we've done is we, we put the lid on that thing so tight, out of fear and pride, that God can't flow. He can't pour out through us. And he's just looking, he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. He wants to find somebody he can pour out through. Bobby Crow is a good friend of mine, a missionary. He said, the Holy Spirit moves where he finds least resistance. And I know this is simple, but again, I'm a pretty simple guy. I mean, that's got, I got it. It's, you know, Shannon and I, and Karen and Janice and I were talking last night. Just... We're just pretty basic, simple. It's got to work, man. Right? And and this is how he does it. He just wants, he's just looking for somebody who will yield to him. And then he will do what Jesus, that you'll do the works that Jesus did. And what I want to know, I mean, I'm, again, I'm going to intersect in my message tonight and then we're going to, I mean, we're go, I'm going to, I'm going to, Yield. I've been doing that already, uh, taking a risk to leaving my notes. Okay, and and then I'm gonna we're gonna have a time where you're gonna yield, and we're gonna let we're gonna let the whole we're gonna activate you and let the Holy Spirit flow through you. Are you up for that? Okay, but I'm just telling you, it doesn't work with you putting this tight lid on because you're you're so stinking afraid. And full of pride. Well, what if I miss it? Well, the biggest mistake you can make is being afraid you're going to miss it. And then you, again, you leave people, you're just thinking about yourself. You're, you, you know, fear and pride is about self. And you, you get, you, it's, look, guys, I'm, I do not belong to me. I'm, I am his. And so you can pour out through me any way you want to do it. And you know you're going to have to Use me in my inadequacies and my uh, idiosyncrasies and my whatever else, but but I'm a vessel you can pour out through. Amen. And I'm just encouraging you here, part of the inheritance and, and the reach that God wants to do through this body is we're we're going to have to stop. We're going to have to take the lid off of off of off of the spirit of God that's in us. He wants to pour out through us. How many of you are candidates for that? Amen? So the rest of you can just stand by and watch. Okay, so this, this is my new book. I encourage you to get it. If we run out back there, if you, you buy a book and we'll send it, we'll, we'll ship it to you um, at no, no cost, okay? I mean, well, other than buying the book. But, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, there, there are so many... There's some 
powerful chapters in here that I'm not going to be able to cover. Um, I'm going to talk about some of it tonight, but just becoming familiar with the gifts, you need to know what they are and how they operate for you to cooperate with them. Um, how, how to judge a prophetic word. That, the book's worth, that chapter's worth the price of the book. How to receive a prophet. Uh, sometimes we don't even recognize. The Lord ta taught me, I had an angel come get in my car one time, only one time. But, but a powerful visitation. He told me, Jesus the prophet has been in your house, in your church, and you haven't recognized him and you haven't received him. And there are many times, and he did what you know. He comes in through different people. Uh, it's not just the office of the prophet. And um, I've got a chapter on practical guidelines for operating the gifts. A chapter on creating an environment where the gifts work best. And then I've I've got a, a, a chapter. Eighteen is about he will show us things to come. This is a life-saving chapter because. He will show us things to come positive and negative. He will show us the future that God that He has for us, but He'll also show us the schemes, the traps, the evil plans of the enemy. And when God and I go into detail on this, and when God shows you those things, it's so that you can uh, so you can stop it, take authority over it, avoid it, go around it, prevent it. And it doesn't strike when God shows you an evil plan of the enemy. God, how many of you know that's, it's not God that's sending that? And he's showing you that so you can do something about it. What a lot of people do is they just submit to it. And then they get in fear over it. But, you know, uh, y'all remember 9-11? Okay. How many people, you remember how many people were, uh, were perished that day? Uh, close to 3,000. Do you know how many people worked in those twin towers? It was like 30,000. At least 30,000. Okay, almost 1,000 of those 3,000 were, were first responders. So two th only 2,000 of the people who were in that building, and yeah, there was maybe 5,000 that got out, Five to 7,000. Where, where were the 20,000? Where were they? See, that's the story that, we, that you don't hear. Uh, where, where were they? Well, I had to go to the cleaners today. I had to, uh, something didn't... So, see, the Holy Ghost was showing them the evil plan of the enemy, and they listened, and they, and they followed, and they avoided it. There were, on one of those planes, there were only 16 people. When's the last time you ever went on a commercial airliner, there were 16 people? Where were, where were the other hundred and... Some. Listen, guys, the Holy Ghost, is he's, he will lead us. And he'll even lead us about, he'll show us the plans of the enemy so we can stop it, avert it, prevent it, or, or avoid it. And that, that, that book, that chapter is worth the price of admission. Praise God. All right. So uh, open your Bibles wherever you'd like. And... Uh, I don't know where I'm going to be, actually. Let me see. I'll be there in just a second. Um, I know I'll be there. Uh, what chapter do I want? I'm going to be in 1 Corinthians 12 to start with, but I want to tell you funny. Is that okay? This is called, is there, 
This is called softball in heaven. So two, two 90-year-old women, Bertha and Betty, had been friends all of their lives. When it was clear that Bertha was dying, Betty visited her every day. One day Betty said, Bertha, we both loved playing softball all our lives. And we played all through high school and, th and throughout college and beyond. Please do me one favor. When you get to heaven, somehow, you must let me know if there's women's softball there. <laughs> Bertha looked up at Betty from her deathbed and said, Betty, you've been my best friend for all these many years. If it's at all possible, I'll do this favor for you. Shortly after that, Bertha passed on. A few nights later, Betty was awakened from a sound sleep by a blinding flash of white light and a voice calling out to her, Betty, Betty, who is it, asked Betty, sitting up suddenly. Who is it? Betty, it's me, Bertha. You're not Bertha, Betty said. Bertha just died. I'm telling you, it's me, Bertha, insisted the voice. Bertha, where are you, asked Betty. In heaven, replied Bertha. And I have some really good news to tell you and a little bad news. Well, tell me the good news first, said Betty. The good news, Bertha said, is that there's women's softball in heaven. And better yet, all of our old buddies who died before me are here too. Even better than that, we're all young again. Better still, it's always springtime, and it never rains or snows. And best of all, we can play softball all we want and never get tired. That's fantastic, said Betty. It's beyond my wildest dreams, so what's the bad news? And Bertha said, you're pitching on Tuesday. Some of you just need to lighten up, man. <laughs> just need to lighten up. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1, now, con now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And the word gifts is italicized, which it means it's not in the original Greek, and it really means all kinds of spiritual things. But we know it includes spiritual gifts because he, he, he defines, he, he identifies spiritual gifts later in this chapter. I, I don't know of a single element of spiritual life in, that the church is more ignorant of today. And I, I uh, was it Paul? Is that, what, what is your, what is, is that Paul? So Paul was talking to me earlier today and then, and then he came to me tonight. He said, well, I know one reason I like you because you, I went to, I, John Osteen was my pastor too. But, John, John Osteen, Joel's dad, he, they, they had a pretty large church, even back in the 70s and 80s. And, and uh, you know, when we first started attending, there was four or 5,000 people, and then they built a bigger building that would hold 8,000. But he had a couple microphones down in the front. He would stop in the middle of a service and let the Spirit of God flow. Do you, do you remember that, Paul? And, and it was in order. It wasn't, it wasn't weird and flaky. And one of the reasons he started his television ministry was because he wanted people to see the miracles. Was it, is that, am I telling you the truth? And, and um, so I, I cut my teeth on that. I watched that. And I've, here's a 
pastor of a large church where the, where the gifts are in operation, but large churches today have become so seeker-sensitive and, and everything's cut down to just, you know, nothing. You, there's, no, there's no time for the Spirit of God to move at all. And, and then so we're not modeling. We're not modeling this at all so that when people in their, and so the pe- people don't have a reference point then in their own lives, and when they hit the wall, and, and here's a point you, you have to understand, everybody is going to hit the wall in some crisis of their lives where the, their knowledge of the Word, not the Word, their knowledge of the Word is going to run out. But, the, but if you know, if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit can kick in and put you over. Yeah? And, and guys, we, we, we've got to come back. The pendulum has swung way too far. Where you, I mean, you can, go in, you can go in a dozen so-called spirit-filled churches, and you wouldn't know. They put the Holy Spirit in a back room somewhere. And, and I'm, not, I'm not for swinging from chandeliers. We don't have any here, so you couldn't do that anyway. But, and, or, or weird or flaky, that's, that was the premise of my book, is that let's have the, I mean, that's the way the Corinthian church was. But let's, and, and Paul, I mean, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, he's, set, he's setting order, especially chapter 14. He's setting order for the gifts to operate. Yeah, right? And, and but but now there's there's it's it's so dead in in most churches not here thank God Amen. thank God for pastors that 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 hear and, and love the love the word look if you have all word guys and no spirit you're going to dry up if you have all spirit and no word you're going to blow up but if you have a balance of the spirit and the word you'll grow up amen and so. These gifts are for us today. Look, look at verse 7. Look at verse, verse 7. Well, how did I, how did I leave that? Verse, verse 7 of 1 Corinthians 12. Okay. And it says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to a few special people. <laughs> Who's it given to? Everybody say each one. Who does each one include? It's not just for the super-duper platform people, guys. They're given to each of us to help us in challenging situations and also like, like, like this couple that came to our church. Okay, guys, if we hadn't yielded to the gifts of the Spirit, they could have come in and just heard a little bit of the Word and they could have gone out Un, and, and not un, not delivered, not set free. It was the gifts. It was the gifts that set them free. Now you have to have the word to build you up and to establish you and disciple you, right? Okay. But but it takes the gifts. I mean, I love your vision here about about reaching and then uh, establishing and then and then connecting and and. You know, a, a lot of the a lot of the things about reaching ha- have to do with uh, you and I uh, being willing to just flow in the gifts yes. out in our everyday life. Yes. And and I, I just want to I, I want to encourage you 
Guys, each one of us has these gifts. If we'll, if we'll learn, uh, again, that's the purpose of my book, is just to, is to look, become familiar with them and then learn that God can, can operate these things through you. Yes? He wants to flow through you if you'll yield to him. And we're going to look. I'm going to uh, probably teach five more, five or ten minutes here, and then we're going to we're going to activate. We're going to let the spirit move. We're going to activate the gifts through you, right? So, but the but the issue is is do you see do you see the importance of it? Let me let me just. How many of you know Jesus' ministry? He's his is the one we should follow. True. Okay. Well. Let me just give you some examples. When Jesus turned the water into wine at the wedding of Cana, do you know he didn't do that by he didn't get he didn't give him he didn't give him a, the Sermon on the Mount. He didn't teach. He 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 manifested the gifts of the Spirit. Right, the healing of the ten lepers. Go show yourself to the priest. He didn't teach. He got a he got a word of of uh, wisdom. And you go show yourselves to the priest, and as they went, they were healed. Yeah? Of the blind man that he spat on the ground. How did he even know to spit on the ground? You know, Jesus, your Lord, he had a, he had a weird ministry. It was called a spitting ministry. One time he actually spit in somebody's eyes. Not, no, no clay involved. And um, so put that in your no weird pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Jesus did some strange things. But he did it by the Spirit. He followed the gifts of the Spirit and, and they told the guy to go wash in the pool of Siloam. How was he going to do that? He, he was blind, and now he's blinder. He had, he, had, he had to go find somebody to take him there. To the woman at the well, he said, go call your husband. He didn't teach her, and now she needed to be taught, but he didn't teach a seminar. See, a lot of us are teachers, and we think the answer to everything is a Bible study. And people do need, the, do need the Bible. But sometimes you can't reach people with the Bible that you can reach with the gifts and get them delivered, get them healed, get them saved, and then get them discipled in the Word. But we're, but we're so stinking stuck in, in form, formulas that, that we were, and we're so afraid that if we step out, we're going to miss it. And so what we're missing is we're missing miracles, signs, and wonders. And, and here's Jesus, our Lord. And a lot of the things, as you read through the Gospels, a lot of the things that Jesus did, it was by the gifts. And, and, then, and then we read when we read in John 14, 12, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than he, these will he do. Uh, because I go to my Father. How are we going to do the same works Jesus did if we're not open to the same gifts that he was? Yeah? If, or if you don't even know what the gifts are, and then why, why, that's why it's important in leadership that we model these things, and we don't have to be, we don't have to be weird. We can just let, let the Spirit of God move. Guys, just read the book of Acts. I got hungry reading the book of Acts and looking at my denominational church and there was nothing going on in the denominational church. And to look into the book of Acts, I want, you know, if you read the book of Acts, you're going to see a supernatural church that did the same works, operated the same gifts as Jesus 
and they had powerful results. And yeah, they preached and taught the word too. But there were gifts happening there. And we can be, you and I can be that church today. In 1 Corinthians 1 7, the church at Corinth came behind in no good gift. I, I'm telling you, the church today is coming behind in most of the gifts. And I don't want to leave one gift under Calvary's tree unopened. How about you? Right? So how do I get started? I'm just going to give you some practical things here, and then we're going to, I'm, we're going to uh, release the gifts through you. Is that okay? Are you open? Are you at least willing to take the lid off? And are you, are, he said, I, in the last days I'm going to pour out of my spirit, Acts 2.17, I believe, pour out of. Where is his spirit? It's in you and I. But we've got to, we've got to let him pour out. You've got to open that vessel. So first of all, just real simple here, you need to become familiar with the gifts. You need to read chapter 11 of my book. You need to read other books on the gifts of the Spirit. I mean, look, look and just read the Bible about the gifts. Just look at Jesus' ministry and, and follow him. And we can do what he did. And it helps to attend a church that believes in models of gifts. Uh, I'm just going to be bold here and say that some of you need to get off of your blessed assurance and you need to come to the Wednesday night uh, overflow meetings here. Okay? And I'm just telling you, if you want to see that operate in, in fullness, you, you come to those meetings. Then... Um, the second thing is just make yourself available. Are you available? I want to know how, if you tonight. Are you available? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm Lord. I'm available. You can use me. Yeah. And, and then, um, thirdly, I mean, number one, just become familiar with the gifts. Number two, be, just be available. Lord, I want to be a blessing. If you touch my heart, I'm. If you move in me. I'm going to let you move through me. I'm available. Are you available? Okay. Then the third thing, it's kind of a dual thing. You, you, you have to deal, I already mentioned it, you have to deal with pride and fear. Pride concerning what other, thing, other people are going to think about you if you step out. If you really knew how little they thought about you, you wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Fear, you know, that you might miss it, you might say the wrong thing or whatever. And, I, and again, I gave you those examples at the beginning, just look, how, how risky really is this? It's, can I pray for you? That, how risky was it with, with that couple that came in my church? I, can I pray for you? And then all of a sudden, bam, the Holy Ghost came in. And deliver, I'm, t I'm talking, guys, this was miracle signs and wonders stuff. In, in my church, that I, just because I let the Holy Spirit have his way and I just, you know, flow through me. Yeah? How many of you, how many of you are, are willing to let him do that? But you've got you to deal with fear and pride. Fear and pride are selfish. You're just focused on you. That's the problem. And get, get your focus off of you. And say, God, I just want to, you know, the, the spirit of prophecy really is just encouragement and exhortation. And, and you just, you let it, Lord, wherever you're moving through me, I want to, I want to bless people. But you've got to step out. Everybody say, step out. Step out. 
you know, we sing, we sang that song this morning of oceans, you know, and get, get all the way in. Get in over your head. Amen? So, uh, what is that number three? And, and then, look, and then number four, and, then, and I'm, I'm going to unpack this a little bit, and then we're going we're gonna to demonstrate. Um, you, you need to understand the primary flows of the Spirit. Okay, look at John 7, and I'm just going to touch on a couple of these. Uh, John chapter 7, in verse 38 and 39. John 7, 38 and 39. Verse 37 says, on the, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes on me, how many of you believe on him? As the, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or his belly will what? Out of his heart will what? What's, what's going to happen out of your heart? Flow. Everybody say flow. Rivers of living water. But this spoke he concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. So this is a subsequent, this really is talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and, then, you, and then the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is to, is to cause there, you to be re recognize the flow. Now if you, if you look at Ezekiel 47 and verse 9 and, and connect these, it says, and then it shall be, that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There'll be a great multitude of fish because these waters will, will go, and for that they will be healed. Everybody say healed. healed. So wherever the river flows, okay. And he said, and he said, when you're filled with the Spirit and you're yielded to the Spirit, out of your out of your heart or belly will flow. Rivers of living water, and here in Ezekiel, he said, wherever the rivers go or flow, there's going to be life and healing there. And the issue, is there anything flowing through you? I said, is there anything flowing through you? In, in Acts 2, he said, the, you're going to, look, you're going to be baptized in the Spirit, and, and then you're going to be witnesses unto me. You're going to, there's going to something flow out through you, right? And so there's two primary flows I'm just going to touch on, okay? Uh, for the sake of time, just going to touch on these flows. First of all is the flow, is the flow of love or the flow of compassion. You, you'll recognize this, okay? 1 Corinthians 12. And, and I, I really, you know, I'd like to just take time and teach and, and expand on this a little bit, but I'm just going to mention it and then we're just going to, we're going to act on it. Is that Okay. And you guys can, you, you guys got good teachers around here. Y'all can expand on this. But um, uh, actually, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Pursue love. Which one comes first? So if you pursue love, if you follow the flow of love, what's going to happen? There's, there's the, the gifts are going to happen. Then, then Jesus... Uh, and, and well, look at 12.31, 1 Corinthians 12.31. But earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. A more excellent way than what? Than just desiring them. 
How many of you desire the gifts to operate? But he said, look, I'm going to show you a more excellent way than you just sitting on your blessed assurance and desiring them. I'm going to show you how to get your desire to come to pass, and he teaches you a chapter on love. Right? And then Jesus, uh, in Matthew 14, 14 uh, he, he was moved with compassion. Right? He was moved with compassion. And, and he healed their sick. So the first flow, see, out of your belly, out of your heart, will flow rivers of living water. The first flow is a flow of compassion. How many of you ever had compassion flowing through you to somebody else? Okay, so what, all right. When it's flowing through you, it's moving towards somebody, toward maybe just prayer for the church, prayer for our nation, prayer for our president, uh, pr uh, towards some individual. What, if it's moving that direction, what, sh what where should you go? You should just go that direction. Not rocket science here. Okay, have you ever, ha how many of you have ever had the love of God flowing through you to somebody? Okay. Guys, if you'll, I, and I'm not going to give you examples. I've got lots of examples. But I've discovered that whenever I follow compassion that's flowing through me to somebody else, the gifts are always there. They start popping like popcorn. It starts, it hap happens so easily. And so this is, this is not rocket science, is it? Has love ever flowed through, through you? And, and it will in the future. So what do you when he's flowing through you what should you do let's Jesus was moved with what compassion so what should we be moved with and then we just step out and then watch and see what'll happen I mean I've seen I, I this lady was all bowed over and and I had I was in a situation saw her and I just left the situation I was in move with I mean move with compassion toward her. she was bowed over like this just in pain and man I prayed for her and it was like bzzz, electricity flow and whoa she said whoa sonny that was a mighty powerful prayer you prayed so no it was the love of God flowing through me to you then, then the, the other flow that I want to talk to you about and then we're just going to do this we're going to practice is that okay we're going to just do it the other flow is a flow of light everybody say flow of light so, 1 John 1, 7, 1 John 1, 7, I mean, you and I, Jesus said, we're the light of the world, right? 1 John, um, let's see, what did I say? 1, 7, okay? And it says, uh, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light... We'll have fellowship with one another. It's a real interesting word, fellowship. It actually means, it actually means contribution or distribution. You read it. How many of you want to distribute or contribute to somebody? Okay, you walk in the light. You walk in the light. And I've got lots of examples about, man, one guy one time, the Holy Ghost. And, and, and all right, how does light come? It comes in lots of different ways. It can be an impression it can be just an inward desire. It could be in, in words, a message. It could be a vision, a dream. It could be a prophetic word. It could be just while you're reading the Bible and something comes alive. All right? I mean, my wife woke up one morning and she had light came to her to go pray for this 
millionaires, million, we had a million, couple of millionaires in our church, and this millionaire's wife, and, and she told me, she said, well, God told me today I'm supposed to go get so-and-so. I'm supposed to give her toilet paper and light bulbs and a roast. And I said, honey, don't give the millionaire's wife toilet paper. I mean, you know. <laughs> but what are you going to do? She had light, okay? So I mean, really, how risky would it be anyway? Just the fact that, you know, most millionaires don't have people thinking about them. They want something from them. So Janice went over, and she'd been, been sick for three days and had run out of toilet paper. Janice got just the brand and then run out of light bulbs, and she didn't have anything to fix her family that night. And she said, oh, my God, God, God loves me. He's thinking about me. Light. She followed the flow of light. And, and guys, it's, how risky is it? See, it, we, we don't have the gifts operate because we're, we're full of pride. We're too worried about what people are th- going to think. What if I'm wrong? All this. Guys, if you fall out of your belly, will flow. And, and wherever the river flows, it, it's going to be life and healing. Okay? So now we're going to practice. Say, I'm going to practice. All right? So we're going to take uh, just a few minutes here, maybe three minutes, four minutes. And we're going to, you can stand, you can sit, you can walk around, whatever you want to do. We're going to worship God. Uh, if, you ha- if, you're, if you're filled with the Spirit... Uh, it's really good, I tell you, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a door opener for the supernatural and the gifts. Now, you can operate in the gifts without it, but I don't know why you'd want to do it without it. You're more, you're more sensitive to, to, to the Spirit. And so what we're going to do is we're going to worship. We're going to pray softly in the Spirit or pray, you know, just worship God. And what we're going to do is we're just going to make ourselves present to God. And then we're gonna if 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 you get some light if you get if compassion's flowing through you we're just gonna let the the gifts move maybe we could maybe we can use the, take the microphone around okay and I just know that God's gonna use us now let me before we start let me just say Arlene God is very very pleased with you his his hand is on your life and he so to, so blesses him the passion that you have for him. Uh, but now you need to not be so hard on yourself, okay? Don't you? You you're, sometimes you you you're just too putting too much pressure on yourself, and you just need to relax a little bit and enjoy the presence of God and enjoy uh, the uh, the life that's God God's given you. He's got and He wants you to know His pleasure is over you. He's got divine appointments and divine connections, and there's additional revelation that He is hidden for you, not from you. And as you enter in this rest, just a greater measure of rest that he wants you, you to come into, you're going to have greater revelation and greater rewards. Amen? And then, and then um, now, I'm sorry, remind me your husband's name. Which, David. All right. That's your, your hubby. All right. Okay, David, uh, God is bringing you into the fullness of the desires that he's planted in your heart. And he's bringing you into the fullness of the Spirit. And it's not going to be weird or flaky, but there's divine appointments and divine connections. And you've seen your wife operate in this really prolifically. I used to be intimidated by the way my wife followed the Lord. 
you don't need to be intimidated by the way she follows God. But you're going to follow the Lord, and, you're, and there's going to be divine appointments, divine connections, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders are going to happen through you, sir. It's, it's going to accentuate. I mean, it's, it's going to accelerate. And if you just be, all you got to do is be present to him like we're going to do right now, okay? And God's going to release that to you. Now, Father, we just agree in Jesus' name that you're bringing these things to pass for Arlene and David in the name of Jesus. All right, now, I, I don't care how you do this. You can sit, you can stand, you can walk around. But we're just going to take a few minutes and just worship God. Uh, you can pray softly in the Spirit. Okay, we're not going to have a competitive time of praying out loud. Just, we just want to make ourselves present to him. Just, Holy Spirit, is there something you want, to, you want to do? Sometimes you see things. Sometimes you hear things. Sometimes it's just the love of God that flows through you. Can we do that? Yes. And we'll take just, just a few minutes to do that. So just however you want to do it. Just stand, sit, lay down, whatever you want to do. We worship you, Lord. We just bless you, Father. I thank you, Father. We just release, release the flow of the Spirit. Out of our belly you will flow. And Lord, you said in the last days you're going to pour out of your Spirit. And your Spirit's in us. And we just yield ourselves to you. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. We, we yield ourselves I yield myself to you, Lord. Amen. I feel like um, that word for Arlene and, and David too, that, that there are divine appointments. That's, a, that's true for all of us, for everybody present here. And, and uh, Kenneth Hagin used to say, but it's such a powerful truth. It says, we often miss the, spec the supernatural looking for the spectacular. Don't be looking for the spectacular and miss what God's doing in the supernatural and, and what what God has for you in divine appointments is not necessarily a glorified person. Not, not an exalted person. Be careful. Be, be sensitive because you may be surprised because many of those divine appointments are relationships that will grow into things down the, down the road that are going to change your life in years to come years to come but be, they are just as divine and just as supernatural right now so be 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 sensitive to that yes and I want to add to that don't especially if you don't know people don't don't use thus saith the Lord Amen. you could say you know I'm sensing the Lord's wanting to say this to you or whatever but you know just don't get super spiritual we worship you, Father. Come on, worship him with me, guys. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We just make ourselves present to you. Thank you for speaking through us, speaking to us, moving through us. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus.
باشیم Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just yield ourselves to you, Lord. We yield ourselves to you to see what you see, to hear what you hear, to say what you say, to do what you do. Thank you, Father. Sometimes we just get in a hurry and we don't allow any quiet time. Be still and know. Be still and know that I'm God. Let's just let's just see what the Spirit of God is saying. What is he? What is he? Has he brought light to somebody? Uh, impressed you that he wants to say something, do something now? Make sure that we, you know, we're thinking. You're thinking it's for the body here, okay? Uh, it can, now it could be for an individual if it's compassion that's flowing through you. There's those flows of compassion, uh, flow flows of light, okay? Did he, our brother, have something? Now, I know you. What is your name? I'm Devon. Hey, Devon. Um, yeah. I graduated Karis Bible yeah. College in May of last year. Yeah. So I would agree with Arlene that uh, you were my favorite, one of my favorites. <laughs> that was a word from God, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Greg has taught me a lot, and I really admire him. He's a man of God for sure. But as I was praying, I just felt earlier Pastor Greg was talking about there's people here that feel limited or they're categorizing themselves. And recently I've done a study on holiness and the wholeness that God is, the wholeness, God is completely whole in every way. And His Spirit is where? It's inside of us. So if God has called you, it doesn't matter your age, it doesn't matter where you're at. His Spirit of holiness is in you. That provision is in you. You only need to walk it out as the Spirit leads. 
because where he calls he provides the spirit of holiness that is inside of you because if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit his spirits in you the very wholeness of God is in you so walk it out as he leads you amen, amen. amen. so is it is it Devon Devon okay so are you you using your gift you teaching okay Okay, well, you, well, listen, you've got a teaching gift, preaching gift. You need to use it. Okay, I don't know if you need to do it. I don't know if you do it on Facebook. I don't know. You're going to write blogs. You need, you need to use your gift, sir. You've got a preaching and teaching gift that's going to set people free. Who? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Father, we just release, Father, the, the grace of God and the gift of God and divine and, uh, Lord, we're just asking you to help him see himself the way you see him. That, Lord, uh, you got a lot more confidence in what you called him to do than he yet does. And, man of God, I just, I just call the man of God in you to rise and all enemies be scattered. And the enemy is trembling, Devon, at, uh, at your coming in Jesus' name. And, and at, the, at the coming of your gift in Jesus' name. Praise God. And now, you, are you married, Devon? Do you want to be? Okay, Father, we just agree. In Jesus' name. We just agree, Father, you're bringing a, a, a beautiful woman inside and out, Lord, that's, that's, that is designed to, uh, to flow with and partner with this man of God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so uh, while we were just present to God there, what, what did you see? What did you hear? Okay. Is this? All right, Tammy. Just stand up and tell us your name. And I don't know why I thought of this story, um, but several years ago, I was not necessarily a baby, a baby Christian, but I had just come back to the Lord. My daughter was just a couple years old, and I was working, and God had shown me this vision of this old broken down little yellow house. I was like, why are you showing me this? And of course I was new to all this. I was 25, 26 years old at the time. And I grew up a Baptist, so spiritual gifts and all that stuff, we didn't really move in all that. So I was like, why am I seeing this? But I knew it was God. I knew that he was showing me this house. And I had ordered food for my coworkers that day and I had, a ton of Olive Garden and I had exactly one pan of spaghetti left um, a bag of breadsticks and a, and a tin of salad and daddy God spoke to me and he said I want you to bring this food to that little help that little yellow house that I showed you I'm like, well, where's the little yellow house he goes, I'll show you so I left work that day and he took me a different way home and sure enough, I, I'm driving and I see this broken down little yellow house and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the house. And I had to turn around and I drove in the driveway. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm blessed. I get to bless this person, whoever this is. I'm gonna give them food. And I'm, I'm, I'm like meeting a need. I'm like being used by God. This is so cool, right? I get to the door and this lady comes out and she has her hand on her hip and she goes, where have you been? I'm like, here, here's your food. I'm like, I'm out. But God showed me that 
And there are people that are counting on us to move in our spiritual gifts to meet the needs that they've been praying for and expecting. We release other people into their destiny when we walk in ours. That's powerful. That is awesome. You know, the, that's the, the thing. It was a Tammy. Is that your name? So just Tammy getting that vision and just, you know, what? It, I mean, what do you have to lose? Right? I mean, some spaghetti or whatever, lasagna or whatever. You know, you just, but you just go. I mean, what, what if they just throw the pan back in your face? I mean, bottom line is you obeyed. God's looking for people that will just step out. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Now, that you you are a visionary you and you you're going to God's going to give you more dreams and more visions and then you step out on those okay i mean you got to measure it by the word and make sure it doesn't you know doesn't violate the word but you step out on those things and you're going you're going to see miracles amen you there's there are miracles you're going to you're you're going to you're a healing distributor and miracle distributor and miracles in galatians 3:5 don't come by the works of the law, but by the hearing of faith. And it's just, you just hear what God tells you to do. Go to the little broken down yellow house. Yeah? All right? Awesome. So, uh, someone else, what did you hear while we were praying? Yes, ma'am? I don't even know this little boy. I heard his name earlier. Gabriel, is that your name? I just want you to know that as we were praying, the Lord showed me that he's got a special plan for you. You've been looking at the books. I kept seeing you come up here. And as I was praying, I saw you giving the word to other people and being a minister for our Lord. Okay, why don't you go over there and just let's, let's just pray for Gabriel. No, you can put with the microphone. Put your hands on him. Let's bless him. Gabriel, do you know Jesus? Yeah. All right. Jesus loves you, buddy. Got a plan for you. Go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you for Gabriel. We thank you for the call on his life. Father, I don't care what the doctors have said. I don't care what anybody has said. Lord, you have a plan for him and you gave it to him while he was still in his mother's womb. And Father, we just know that you are going to carry out this plan and we thank you for the wonderful things that he's going to do for you. And we just pray a prayer of blessing and protection over him in Jesus' name. Okay, Gabriel, you're going to do awesome things, buddy. You know you're going to speak for God. He's he, you 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 know him, and he's going to be speaking. He's going to be speaking to you, and he's going to be speaking through you. And you're going to and, and Gabriel, you're going to you're going to be when God puts it on your heart for some of your friends to go pray for them. You go pray for them, okay? Because God's going to move through you, and He's going to heal people through you, okay? Will you do that? You know the Bible says He'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. So. So let me see your hands. Okay. Father, we just thank you that these are healing these are healing hands. Yes. Jesus name. Amen. You know the love of God, Gabriel is going to flow through you to other people. So you just follow the Lord, okay? He puts it on some on your heart to go pray for somebody. Now, isn't this isn't this sweet? Isn't this powerful? Okay, guys, this is what happens when we just obey. You know, you move into the prophetic realm, and what it is, it's, an, it's helping people see an invitation into their destiny, into their, into their new creation potential. Amen? Praise God. So who, who else? You, you saw something or you heard something. Okay, yes, sir. 
I, I think about my pastors a lot and all the things that they're doing and what the Lord kind of put in my heart, what I saw was the map that has been opening before you and it brought you from overseas to here and has given you a step at a time and a step at a time and you get to the next step and you think, this is great. And there's a confirmation in your heart. But this step to the pastor has been something that you didn't expect. You didn't anticipate. And what God has shown you in all of this is that be around you, he has created a net so that even in your weakness, he's made you strong. Amen. And God is moving you to a place where you are going to mentor those who mentor. Amen and encourage those who are, who've lost their hope and help them to regain their vision again. And you are a mother to mothers. Because there are a lot of women who have also lost their hope and feel useless. And God has given you insight and a compassion that'll pierce and touch the hearts of women to raise them up, to put them in that place that God's called them to be. Hallelujah. And your congregation, that's us, is closing around and you've not experienced the kind of love yet that is going to come from this congregation to you and will then flow to this entire region. Amen. To the glory of God. Amen. Now, now, what's your name again? I'm Dick. Dick okay, I, I want you. I want you to just pray that. Pray that out. Pray over them. Okay. We're going to agree as a as a body. We're going to agree for agree that God's going to bring that to pass. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for the ministry gifts that you sent to us. I thank you, Father, for the big vision that lives in us, and I thank you, Lord for those that you have given to them that'll be their safety net and for the wisdom that you plant in them to minister life and peace to all that they come to. Your grace is big in these people and I thank you, thank Father, you for, Father, that your steps, that you are directing their steps into the, the land that you reserved for them. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! That's powerful. You know, there's such a there's a, such a spirit of unity that God's developing here. Okay, but it, but it comes with, with see the compassion that Dick has for his pastors. That really is something he wants to model all of us to model because uh, you know as we treat them with love and respect, and it's going to help them fulfill their vision corporately. It's going to release the vision that God's that God's has locked up in us, or that's been locked up in us, but God's going to release it. Thank you for obeying God. That's awesome, isn't it? You know, um, I want to just add to that, you know, Carr and Janice and I have counseled a lot of people, and, and uh, I, I mean, I'm, I wax eloquent, you know, and I'm teaching and I'm sharing the word and everything, and Janice would come up with a story. And here comes the, the you know, the tears and, 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 and the, they get free, and I just, what, why am I here? <laughs> you know, 
And so there, there are gifts of the Spirit that are going to just go right down to the root. God's going to, God's going to, you're going to lay the axe to the root. It's, it's really a prophetic-type ministry. It's going to go right to the root of the problem. You know, a lot of times you, you just lop off the fruit, lop off the fruit, and you still, there's still the root. God's giving you that kind of prophetic uh, insight. It's going to go right down to the root and deal with things and, and, and going to heal people's hearts. Amen? Uh, and, and in line with that, I'm just, I, need to, I need to speak this out, that um, there's someone here struggling uh, with addiction. Uh, spe specifically, someone struggling with pornography, and you really despise yourself over it. And, and uh, there's other addictions, but specifically that that one. And and uh, what I want to say, in light of what I've just shared, is is the problem is not the problem. Okay, it's not the porno pornography is like uh, is like any other substance substance abuse or something else. We're trying to medicate a wound. Yes. Uh, Proverbs 7.26 says the seductress cast out many wounded. Said didn't say she wounded many. And so the, Lord's, the Lord wants to free someone today. You need to let the Lord heal your heart. Then, then the need to medicate is, not gonna, is, is gonna go away. You need to let the Lord heal your heart. Okay, you can come talk to me privately if you want. But I'm just releasing you today. In Jesus' name, but the, from that, Amen. You you go free from that in the name of. But you get. But the the issue is not the issue. The problem is not the pornography. The problem is you're just using that to medicate a wound. And you you get your, you let the Lord heal your heart. The, the then the need to medicate's not there. Amen. Praise God. So I'm just releasing, Father, uh, this grace in Karin, Lord, this prophetic grace to see. Uh, the root issues and go right to the lay the axe to the root of the tree. Uh, it'll be it'll be done in grace, but it'll also be done in truth and much power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Someone else. You you while we were praying, you saw something, heard something. I mean, this is powerful, isn't it? This is really powerful. I mean, and, and look when we just make see that you hear the body, man, operate when we're doing this. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, Arlene. Hey, I'm sorry. No, you no, you you come on, you come on up, but just wait. She's going to go first, and you'll be you'll be next. God was just confirming what you were saying as you were speaking that He was saying that someone here has a broken heart, but that it's okay that you can trust Him with that heart, and that you can heal will heal that broken heart, and when you release that broken heart, then you can have compassion for others, and the gifts of the Spirit will flow through you. But he says, I'm trustworthy, and you can give me that heart. And he says, you value me, you great, make me greater than that loss, and that loss becomes so small, and then he will become so large. Thank does, you. does anyone want to humble themselves and say that God's dealing with my, I have a broken heart that you, that you need healed? Okay. Just, just, just pray. Just go ahead and pray out. Those of you that are around them, put your hand up again, if, whoever it is, okay? And y'all just touch them around them. Keep, no, we, we need, somebody needs to, wait till somebody gets over to you. Don't put your hand down, all right? All right, go ahead and pray for, go ahead and pray for them, Arlene. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are trustworthy and that your word is true. 
And your word said that we could bring everything to you and that your yoke was easy and your burden was light and that you came to heal the brokenhearted. And there's nothing in us that you don't see. Nothing in us that you don't see. So whatever you think you're hiding in your heart, it's not hidden from God. It is not hidden from God. It, just release it. And he says, just confess that hurt to me and give it to me. And I will take it. And I will fill that spot with so much love Thank you, that you will never feel that pain again. Thank you, Lord. And faith says, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, my church body, I want to just share something with you, okay? When we have these moments and the Spirit of God is pointing different ones out like this, okay? And they're receiving from the Lord. This is not for us to forget. This is for us to allow the Holy Spirit during the week to put someone's, that person on your heart, just to pray for them, intercede for them. Maybe even reach out to them on a relational basis. Amen? Because it, people need encouragement. How many of you know we need love and care? And so when these things happen, it's it, it's not just for us to you know pray a prayer and then you know everything's good. It, 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 we believe it is good, but let's make ourselves available to our to our body, to the body. God needs us, right? To continue to touch people, pick up the phone, call them, encourage them, amen. Or maybe before someone leaves tonight, get their phone number, whatever their email, reach out to them. Amen. That's the body in action. That's what's so healthy that's going on here. Pastor, is it, you know, I, I sense and feel the body moving toward one another. Yes, ma'am. This is good stuff, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, I think this is just for you and for the, the ministry, um, and even possibly Andrew, um, the ministry, what is it? Karis? Karis Bible College. Karis, yeah. 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 Um, and it, it came through the music that began to play so is this your music that you use okay just someone just something you randomly picked so um i heard the sound of singapore and um the lord said he's opening up singapore oh, praise god and i heard that there are many in this ministry that have prayed for singapore and it would be as a season that that, that it had been shut up yeah it was loud at one time, like really, and I had I, I don't know anything. I know Naomi Dowdy from years and years and years ago, and then when the music began to play, I heard Singapore. But I also heard the Lord say that as you begin to sing, He'll begin to pour. Amen. And He said, and that's for others in here as well. And Tammy, that's for you when you stood up. And he said he's going to pour out his glory like never before. That this is just the beginning. Mm -hmm. That as we begin to entertain, and you are a headwaters, and your wife, where? Janice. Janice. <laughs> Sweet Janice. But not to be taken lightly. Amen. But as you begin to, and as you begin to, um, Step into the supernatural. Amen. 
like never before. Like I'm talking about this isn't like years away. This is like the Lord said the next 90 days because you came here. This was a, um, a this place is a headwaters Amen. for the um, for the nations. I receive it. And that Amen. as it began to break loose in here, I heard the music as it began to. There was a different sounds that began to come through the music, and the Lord said, just like in um, Zephaniah, as He begins, as He sings over us, Amen. and as He He's singing over you right now. And there is a song of the Lord that's going to come out of each and every person, even here tonight, says the Lord. Amen. But the Lord said, Singapore, right. sing and he'll pour, <laughs> Singapore, and his glory Amen. through you. Amen. It's going that. to be the next 90 days. And literally, as, as you go home, your bags need to be ready to go. Because he's set your feet on the run, and you're going to run with his glory Hallelujah. across Hallelujah. the world. Amen. Praise the Lord God. said, eye has not seen, and ear has not heard yet. Amen. Amen. The best is yet to come. Amen. Praise God. But also, that. I heard the Lord say that, the, that he is catapulting you because you said yes. Praise God. I receive that. And you've said yes. Yes, yes. I and you've said yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I heard the Lord say in the last 23 years, mm -hmm. as you've said yes, mm -hmm. he said, think it not strange mm -hmm. that as this mm -hmm. move mm -hmm. becomes a place of habitation mm -hmm. and not just a visitation, mm -hmm. but it becomes an everyday occurrence Amen. in your life. Amen. I and it. I say thank you. Amen. I honor you. Amen. And say thank you for the gifts. Amen. And you stirred something in me. And as God set me up because I'm one of the ones with a broken heart. Mm. And so I didn't know it. Amen. And today's my birthday. Oh, what a good birthday. I'm 55 years old today. <laughs> What's your name? It's Enola Gay. Okay. Father, we just we just release the healing power of Jesus. Go ahead and pray, honey. Father, I thank you that you're called and that we're called to heal the broken heart. Father, I just thank you that as Greg was young and he read that scripture and I was very young and read that scripture, we both knew that we were called to heal the brokenhearted. And Father, right now I release... Yes. The blood and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the yes. oil and the wine, to heal this yes. broken heart, Jesus Father. Name. Only Jesus you can name. put the pieces back together. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Again. Yes. And I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And he's restoring the years that the canker worm is destroyed. Yes. Uh, he's redeeming your time. He's, yes. set, he's setting your feet. On high places, and 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 you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sing again, uh, you're gonna declare again, and it's it's like it, you're gonna it's like it's never it's like it never happened in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Okay. Now the other thing I want you to uh, I want you to write that down for me. Okay. And just just give it to your pastor so he can send it to me. Okay. 
All right, thank you. All right. So here's some, something important to know. When you get prophetic words like that, okay, I always ask them, send me, put it in an email because I want to meditate on it. If it's a good word, I want to, you know, and that, that was a good word. Praise God. Anyone else, you saw something, heard something, uh, we'll let this gentleman go first. And, you know, you just see all these things happen. When we just make ourselves present to God. Yes, sir. What's your name? Bob. Hey, Bob. Well, I have many names in this church. I'm the pet Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the word is heart. Uh, we've been talking a lot about heart the last couple of years. And uh, the thing that, uh, that came to, into my heart is the fact that we need to take our hand and we need to put it on our chest and over our heart. And I want you to feel the warmth. I want you to feel the healing that he's putting in your heart. A little leaven, and you know the rest of what that says, it's the same thing, a little bit of rock in your heart will keep you from totally enjoying the full glory of what he has for you. A little bit of of rock does not allow that living water to take up that space. And see, we need to start praying over ourselves and over these things and ask for that wisdom and that vision to see those things that are in us that are holding us back. Because it's part of what we need to be doing with ourselves so that we're able to fully accomplish all the glory that He has set aside for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Good word. That's awesome. What's your name? What's your name? Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi. Charlotte, I have a word for you. And it's going to sound a little strange, but God said you're ready to give birth. He said that you've had a seed in your heart can you hear me? I know my voice. Yeah, go, go closer to her. I'm sorry. No, don't, I've got a, nope, don't apologize. I've got a low voice. Everybody said they can't hear me. But Charlotte, God was speaking to me. I believe, I sense that you are giving birth. You're going about to give birth. Because you've had a seed in your heart. You had a seed that's been developing. And it just hasn't come forth yet. But it's going to. And that the best is yet to come. Is what God is saying. The best is yet to come. And that seed is developing. And it's just <laughs> blossoming. It's starting to unfold. So just be ready for it. Pray about it, because you're going to give birth. Okay, so go, Donna, go lay hands on her and pray that over her, okay? Just bless her. There's going to be impartation that comes, that comes through you to her. Go ahead and pray. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that you care for all of us. And, and I thank you that you care for someone that has had this seed. And she's just let it stay there. And now it's coming forth. 
And I thank you, Lord, for this young lady. <laughs> and God, I thank you that you have so much yet for her to do. And I don't believe she's felt that, that she was worth this. But God is saying you're so worth and I know I'm not praying for her anymore. But <laughs> Amen. I just Sorry. know that God is saying Amen. there's so much worth that you haven't known that's been in you. So, Father, I pray that you bring forth that, that it'll come forth in such a way that she'll know it's you, and she will not doubt any longer Amen. that she is worth everything Amen. to you. In Jesus' Amen. name. Hallelujah. Amen. So what... Uh, Go ahead. I have to tell you, I have been praying for five more years. And the other night, as I was praying to God, there's, there's something for me to do, but I haven't found what it is. I have a group that I love. and all, But when I was praying the other day, he told me I had three years. Am I all right to pray for the five? <laughs> Father, we just thank you that you put that five in her heart. And, uh, and we, just, we just bless her, Father. Bless her, Father. And I thank you for revealing what you've called her to do. In Jesus' name. Okay, God's got new assignments for you. Is it Charlotte? Is that your name? All right, Charlotte, you're blessed. And you're a blessing. He's not done with you. Amen. Now, isn't that... Put, put, put it up there by her. Put it in a huge church. Amen. All three of my children know God. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. And I am blessed. Their, their children know Amen. him. Amen. Now, isn't that precious that the Lord would just direct his love toward toward Charlotte and he just wants Charlotte to know he's not done with her yet and it's okay to pray for five more years <laughs> hallelujah thank you Jesus now guys that by itself is worth right worth this time right that by itself she's so special and, and, uh, and where was the lady that came up just a minute ago where are you at no Aunt, was it uh, Enola? When you know, just her coming to share that it meant meant so much. Thank you for obeying God and being transparent. Amen. Yes, sir. Did you have something? What's your name? Hey, Brandon. Uh, my name is Brandon. Um, God showed me somebody is in here that they were here this morning. I've been, I've been begging for a face, and he wouldn't give it to me. I was, I was standing in the back trying to figure out who it was, and I can't. They were here this morning. They heard about the service tonight. They've been planning to come, and there's, a, there's an expectation of healing. And I believe that God's not showing me who it is because it's your time to step out in faith and receive it. He's already given it to you. We heard about the promises this morning. We're walking in the Spirit and these gifts and it's your time to step out and receive it. And if that's you, 
Well, more than one person. More than one, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Amen. Anybody else need healing? Oh, what's your name? Come down. What's your name? Yeah. Charlene. Charlene. All right. Yeah, just, just get your hands on them. Hey, awesome. All right. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So some more. All right, maybe y'all just get in line here. Kind of, kind of line up here in the front. Okay. Y'all, let's just get in. Let's get in line this way here. All right. Great. Just there's some more. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Okay, what's that? Uh, amen. You going to pray for him? Praise God. Amen. Okay, so anybody else need healing? Okay. All right, so we're just going to, uh, we're, we're just, as a body, we're just going to lay hands on him. And what was your, your name? Uh, Brendan. Brendan. Okay, well, you, go, you go ahead and lay hands on him too, but we're going we're gonna to all lay hands on these guys. And we're, look, the, the healing power of God's here. Okay. It's here, and, and, and it already abides in you, okay? And it's flowing from the inside out, amen? So we're going to lay hands on these. You want, you want to help me? All right, awesome, man. You are, you are a cool dude. I like you. You're awesome. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Cynthia. I thank you for the faith that she's taking this step out. Come on, pray for him. Pray with him. And receive your healing today. Get your hands on We're not asking. We're not... We're not All praying, right. we're believing, and we're Jesus thanking you for name. the healing that's already moving Jesus through her name. knees at yes. this very moment right Just now. Step out in faith, and we Jesus. thank you for that. In your name, amen. Command, command sickness to go, healing to flow. Janice, why don't you come help me? Penny. Healing. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Penny. Sickness we thank you for her heart to, to serve that she has, the heart to work here and to reach through others. But tonight, Jesus you're reaching name. to her. I thank you Jesus for her. Name. her faith you, and her bravery to step out and accept it in your name tonight in front of all these people. We thank you for the See. healing in her back. She will no longer See. hurt. She will no longer wonder if it's coming. It is in here. Jesus name. And she receives thank it tonight in your name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, help me here, buddy. We've got, got someone else. All right. In Jesus' name. Father, help her to see herself well. Just command you to see yourself well. Just, Lord, let her heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Lord. We thank you for Kurt. Y'all stretch your hands out for these guys. Guys. We He's think that she needs this. She's believed. We bless her with life. And strength. God's renewing your youth like the eagles in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. He's renewing your youth like the eagles in Jesus' name. Praise God. Healing bears the healing power of God in Jesus' name. There's the healing power of God just, just manifesting in your, in your body. We speak resurrection life. In the name of Jesus, resurrection life in these bodies, in Jesus' name. Resurrection life in these bodies, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. It's, it will come to pass, too. It will manifest. It's, it's, the enemy's fought and fought and fought, but, uh, but Jesus has already bought, won the battle. And so we just release, Father, this he, the resurrection life of Jesus. The healing power of Jesus. Manifest it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You receive. You receive. Miracle power of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Won't you guys stand up with me? Okay? You know, I got healed one time just singing. I'm going to sing what our sister 
said, I'm just going to, I got healed just singing this little chorus, The Glory is Here. And he, he's here. Amen? So I'm going to just sing. The glory is here. The glory is here. I can sense his mighty presence in the very atmosphere. So whatever you need, reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now. Sing it with me. The glory is here. The glory is here. I can sense His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. So whatever you need, reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now. One more time, make it personal. The glory is here. The glory is here. I can sense His mighty presence in the very atmosphere. So whatever you need, reach out and receive and say it's mine. I take it now. We just receive, Lord, all that you provided for us. We receive the healing power of Jesus, healing of broken hearts, healing of physical bodies. Lord, we just receive tonight all that you have for us. The power of your presence, Father, the glory of God, manifested in our mortal bodies in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for a continued release of the gifts throughout this, this body. And Lord, that is, the water level is rising, Pastor Shannon. The water level of His Spirit in your people are, is rising now because we're taking the lid off. We're trusting God. And God's going to move and flow through us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Um, I know that Tammy had one thing you wanted to say. Go. The the individual that um, is struggling with a pornography addiction, I have two things to say. I want to speak against the spirit of shame, and I want to bind it in the name of Jesus. There is no shame. And... Mm, You've been emasculated. And God has sent me here to tell you, you're a good man. You're a good man. And God wants to restore so much to you. Mm.
I wasn't going to share this, but one of my really good friends, she was, she was a porn star in the 90s. And she lost her life yesterday to a drug overdose. But God did get a hold of her life. And she impacted a lot of people. A lot of people. And her message was always clear. There's always healing. And I know she's at peace with Jesus right now. But listen... God is going to use the very thing that torments you and he's going to use it to touch other people that struggle and you'll understand because you've been you will be delivered from shame and there's no reason to hide we all have stuff we all have stuff so I speak that to you no shame no shame no shame amen hallelujah Amen. Wow. Amen. Well, what a challenge to take the lid off, right? What's up, bros? This word kept booming through my head. All it is is continue. Continue. Amen. Amen. Continue in what we've heard. Look, continue what we learn. Continue in the word. Continue in him. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Yes. Amen. Good word. Yeah. Right. be willing you know that's the thing when we lose self when we do lose sight of self and pride like pastor greg said it does liberate us too because when our self-worth isn't dependent on our performance or we because we feel that other people have to see us a certain way and our self-worth becomes more established in what god's view and opinion of us is then a lot of these things become easier right yeah. you know so and yeah but um that's right amen well we won't What's that? Yeah, just that one word. Okay. Yeah, just one word like that. Continue, right? Yeah. Amen. Okay, we're going to receive the offering. If you, if, Ashes, won't you come forward? Because let's, um, if your heart has been touched, let's just sow into Pastor Greg and, and Genesis ministry and, 
And I know that their ministry is changing. There's been words tonight to it, and then and they mentioned things, and things have really started rolling in their hearts and lives, and God's using them in a new way. It seems to be a new chapter, and 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 you know what? We get an opportunity to sow into their lives financially, you know, and and that's just that's from our livelihood into their livelihood, and and uh, it's a great opportunity. So, um, Pastor Greg, Janice, thank you for coming, and and we're just going to pray first, then we're going to send these the, the the bucket around. Father, I just thank you for Pastor Greg and Janice and who they are and what gifts they are to the body of Christ and to us um, here at Lake Haven as individuals. And Father, we just we just thank you, Father. We want to receive them um, uh, and and acknowledge them and honor them um, as they need to be honored. And and Lord, we're so grateful for their lives. Um, we receive those words that we've heard from you through them and through this body in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being generous to them. And you've got something to Lisa? I don't know if I'm stepping on Shannon's toes or not, but I just um, keep feeling pressed to invite everyone to come on Wednesdays at 6.30 because I'm sure that you've received the blessing tonight as I have. And Shannon tries to have an environment to have the Holy Spirit. He just comes here. And he, we just invite the Holy Spirit to come and flow through all of us. And every, all of you people came out tonight. And this is so wonderful. And see the blessing that you had. Just remember this. And we need this every single week. And just come and see how the Holy Spirit can flow through you Amen. to someone else. Amen. Learn. If you don't understand about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, come and you can learn it here. And then you can go and be a blessing in this church and out in the world. Amen. So just please come. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, Lisa. You know, God, I've said this before, but God put the, that ministry of the present-day ministry of the Holy Spirit. We started Overflow two years ago. And I, I am persuaded, many of the things that Pastor Greg said are absolute confirmation. And those of you who come to Overflow know that because we've said many of the same things. But, but we, Jesus said it's better, better that I go away so he could send the comforter, the helper, the counselor. He is better. He has, he, there, is, there, there is these gifts and we aren't going to leave them unopened. We want to appropriate, and we've seen such growth in people's lives over the last couple of years, and, and we could take testimonies, and, and, but, but we're not going to now. <laughs> but, um, but I do want to encourage you, it is part of what God has called us to do, is to become comfortable, and this is the normal Christian life, is to flow in the gifts of the Spirit, both for... How the Holy Spirit can flow through you Amen. to someone else. Amen. Learn. If you don't understand about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, come and you can learn it here. And then you can go and be a blessing in this church and out in the world. Amen. So just please come. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, Lisa. You know, God, I've said this before, but God put the, that ministry of the present-day ministry of the Holy Spirit. We started Overflow two years ago so he could send the comforter, the helper, the counselor. He is better. He has, he, there is there, there is these gifts, and we aren't going to leave them unopened. We want to appropriate, and we've seen such growth in people's lives over the last couple of years, and, and we could take testimonies, and, and, but, but we're not going to now. <laughs> but, um, 